Good evening. For the last two and a half hours, our audience has been trying to gauge the mood of the consultants. See if you can help them using this Gregorian chant. I'm over here. He's over there. I'm staying put. Like I could care. And I'm sick and tired of the other two. I hate them both. And, and we, we hate, hate you. you. I cannot stand you. I like you less. Can you tell why we're depressed? <laughs> they, they shut, shut the, the bar. <laughs> they shut the bar. The consultants is recorded in front of a high studio audience. <laughs> Gentlemen, I'm glad you could make it. Not, Not a, a problem. problem. Now then, we've received this letter from head office. Dear Mr. Chesnord, your tie bride will be washed and shipped to you within the week. No, no, wrong, wrong letter, wrong letter. Um, <laughs> try this one. Ah, they want us to review and revise our health and safety policy immediately. We don't have time for that. What do they think we do here? Just muck about? We are much too busy. Game of swing ball, anyone? <laughs> yeah, in a minute, once I finish my colouring in. Well, that's decided then. Willis, take this ridiculous letter next door and shred it. Will do. <laughs> Health and safety, it's for kids. When was the last time we had an accident? Well, you had a little one on Wednesday when the toilet no, that's was... a medical condition. <laughs> what, what, what's that noise? Oh, that's just me. I've got tinnitus. <laughs> ah! Good. Willis, right. Everything okay? Slight problem. The shredder wasn't working. It was all clogged up with goo. Strange. It was fine this morning when I used it to make linguine. Not to worry. I, I set fire to the letter and tossed it onto a nearby pile of straw, petrol, old tyres. Yeah, smart thinking. Right, let's get back to work. Where's my Play-Doh? Hello? Oh, hiya, Pat. Yes, yes. Mm, interesting. Yes. Pat? Pat? Was that Pat in accounts? No, that was Pat in flames. He seemed very upset. <laughs> Halfway through the conversation, he started wailing. Oh, that's barbaric. Those majestic creatures are the kings of the ocean. <laughs> yes. Anyway, Pat said that alarm means that we're in the middle of a full-scale emergency. Ooh! Right, nobody panic. Teddy, you're the oldest. We'll eat you first. Right, how? I'll carve. Leg, breast or chin? I'll get into the recovery position. I'll whitewash the windows and hide in the minibar. I'll uh, just pop next door for some ice. <laughs> Gentlemen, not only do we have an emergency, but the emergency is on fire. Oh. <laughs> what, what do you do in a fire? Hold on. Remember that memory conference we were on last weekend? No. Weren't there some fire instructions on the wall of our hotel room? Yes, yes. I dimly recall that we need to assemble in the hotel car park. But that's miles away. <laughs> What else did it say? Oh, uh, in case of fire, break, dance. Yeah. OK, we'll form a human beatbox and we'll spin on our heads. Shabba! No, it's not really helping, is it? Is there another way out? There's a stepladder on the ground floor. We could pop down, bring it back up here, then crawl onto the roof and wave it to attract attention. <sighs> we might be too late. The flames are getting closer. There goes the bouncy castle. <laughs> Let's think. What's the opposite of fire? Employ? So, we, we need to give this fire thing a job. We get it on our side. What could, uh, what could fire do round the office? Well, the sandwich toaster's broken. Mm. Or we could use it to heat the Ferris wheel. Or warm the log flume. The water's freezing. The log flume, of course. Pass me the control panel. <laughs> 
I've rerouted the log flume to douse the flames. We're saved! Who'd have thought logs would put a fire out? <laughs> oh, dear. What's that honk? Ah, oh, yes, the log flume recycles water from the urinals as part of our green initiative. <laughs> Who's that asparagus? <laughs> well, I think we've learnt our lesson. Yes, letters from head office are frankly dangerous. Come on, let's go and put glue in the letterbox and hang the postman. Oh, Chesney! I'm gonna take you, and I'm gonna hold you so hard you ain't never gonna get away. I'm gonna keep a hold of you till the day you die. I'm gonna take you and squeeze you so your eyes pop out of your head. Ain't no one gonna help you, cause I don't care how strong you are. You're gonna have to tear off your own arm to get out of this ring. I'm gonna take you, I'm gonna make you, I'm gonna oh yeah. And you, Mary, take this man <laughs> to be your lawful wedded husband. Captain. Enter. Ah, Mr. Christian, why didn't you knock? <laughs> Captain, the men are restless. The men are wrestlers, Mr. Christian? No, Captain. The men are angry. No, speak up, man. You have not increased the rations. You want me to grease a Russian? But will this help the men wrestle? I'll start again. There will be an uprising shortly. A surprise party? Mr. Christian, you shouldn't have. No, I said, Captain, how can you be so cold-hearted to your crew members? You've just farted and it's tremendous. No! <laughs> This is a mutiny. Oh, a play this afternoon. No, not matinee. Listen, Captain. We have prepared a small boat for you, and you will be set adrift on the starboard side. Have you got that? Yes. You have prepared a small goat for tea, and you met your wife in Starbucks. <laughs> in a top hat. Oh, I give up. Sorry, lads. The mutiny's off. Oh, but I just learned all me lines. And all you've put me makeup on. You useless bunch of anchors. <laughs> Your cognac, Herr Johnson. Hmm, thank you, Boris. Dinner was, as usual, exquisite. It uh, was a pleasure, Herr Johnson. The white asparagus. Oh, the white asparagus, Boris. It grows for just two weeks every year. Two weeks which we spend together. Yes. And I look forward to this time as a cat would mouse day. <laughs> Cooked to perfection in that sweet, sweet wine. A drizzle of melted butter, caramelised shallots. You are a genius, Boris. Thank you, Herr Johnson. Sit with me, Boris, please. Join me for a tinker with the crossword. Ah, yeah, there's a crossword. Perhaps, Herr Johnson, I, I must wash up. Oh, dear. Are you having trouble with today's crossword, Boris? Well, Herr Johnson, my English is uh, not so easy. Well, we shall have to expand your lexicon, my Teutonic friend. Throw me a clue and let's see what we can make of it. <sighs> Van across five letters. The clue is reprimand. First letter, S. Hmm, tricky, eh, Boris? I, I should be going. Wait, I have it. Pick up the teapot. You, you want some tea? No. 
I want you to pour it into your lap. But... but Quickly, pour it, man, before it becomes tepid. Now think, Boris. Reprimand. Five letters. What is your injury? A... A a scold, Herr Johnson. Good, Boris, good. Another. Four across. Three and then six letters. Caught in the act. Ah, simple. Take my cognac in your right hand. Squeeze the glass. Crush it. But please... Do as I say, Boris. Caught in the act, Boris. Say what you see. My hand is bleeding, so bloody red-handed. Now that really wasn't so hard, was it, Boris? Once more, my vocabulary grows thanks to you, Herr Johnson. Good, Boris. Now it is time for my walk in the mountains. Yeah, Herr Johnson, I'll get you a hat. Thank you, Boris. Don't get blood all over it like last year. (laughs) Hello? Uh, hello? John, are you free for a chat? Is that Paul? Yeah, listen, John, I'm, I'm having a really bad time at the moment. I need a chat. Me and Linda are well... This is just not working out, and I think it might be the end of the marathon. I can't quite understand you. That's exactly what she said. <laughs> I mean, you know, I try, I really do. And I don't think it's me, it's you. That's, that's what she said. Yeah, I knew you'd understand. I mean, I just love her so much. Perhaps if you stop moving around? Yeah, but it's the job. I mean, I'd love to spend more time with her, but we've got bills to pay. I don't know what to do. It's all so sorry. Sorry, you're breaking up. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And now it's time to slip into the consultant's radio archive. This week, an episode from their digitally replastered sinister mystery drama, A Cold Night. Beware that invitation to dinner. You never know what might be in store. Hello, Stanley. Ah, Geoffrey. So good to see you. Come inside. Thanks for inviting me in, old chum. Cold, cold night. I should have worn my gloves. Trousers would have been more sensible, Geoffrey. <laughs> it's like two figs slung over a wishbone. <laughs> Thanks a ton for inviting me to dinner. I haven't seen you since my lovely wedding. What have you been up to lately? Oh, just doing a little light reading. Oh, I read something once full of dandy fellows with moustaches and coarse bandy hoops put me off my sniggers. <laughs> so, so, what's the book, Stanley? Murder stories, Geoffrey. Do you like murder stories? guest. A man invites an old friend to dinner in order to kill him. <laughs> Sounds a bit toughy, old chap. Give me a game of vulgar bunny any day. <laughs> How's it end? <laughs> in a most agreeable way. Well, you still look rather chilly. Perhaps some warming eggnog? No, I don't think so. But, but would you always drink eggnog? Sorry, Stan. Married life's changed me. The darling wife prefers claret. Oh, don't you worry, Geoffrey. There'll be time enough for plenty of claret. Sorry, sometimes the organ gets stuck on Funk Piano 4, rather, <laughs> rather than their eerie threat. Cheers, old chap, to hearty eggnog, a deck of cards, intelligent conversation, art, mustard, politics. Death. <laughs> Why not? And if we get bored, I brought face paints. I'll be a smashing cat. <laughs> Do you mind if I tune the wireless to the light program? By who's playing? Archie Struts and his swinging nuts. <laughs> Good evening. I'm Archie Struts, and here are my swinging nuts. 
This evening we're going to sing Hot Log. Well, it was a chilly night, so I thought I'd warm my room up, built a nice neat fire of wood and coal. Soon my temperature trouble was under control. But then I had a little accident and I didn't feel so smug. I caught my poker in the grate and laid a hot log on the rug. Hot log! Genius. Fancy a hand of Frappany Bucket? Shall I deal the cards? Oh, thank you. But I think it is I who will be dealing to you most severely. But first, you must have a plate of this rich, meaty hot pot, which I have prepared especially. Oh, Stanley, I love hot pot. Yes, I know. My word, what an enormous pot. And it smells delicious. You'll have to give my wife the recipe. (laughs) (laughs) Be all right. Oh, yes. It's just I think your wife already has this recipe, so to speak. <laughs> Here, a nice big helping just for you. Oh, curses. I'll get that for you. Hello, I'm from an independent market research company. Any chance of a spare minute to answer a few questions? Hold on. It's a chap asking questions, Stanley. Questions? No, no, send him away, Jeffrey. Oh, it's such a cold, cold night, Stanley, and this chap looks half dead. Come on in. I love quizzes. Thanks awfully. What the devil do you want? Stanley! What a dreadful word to use. And on a Sunday, too. (laughs) Don't worry. In my line of work, I get sworn at constantly. So, can I just check? Are you both homeowners? No, no, nothing like that. Stanley and I are old friends. (laughs) It's been years since we did any kissing. I have a zipsy young wife now, and Stanley likes her, too. Yes, I love her to bits. (laughs) Goodness me, is that a hot pot? Why don't you have a lump? That'll warm you ding-dongs. No. No, that's Geoffrey's special hot pot. All right, ask your questions, you willful snoop, but you'll get nothing from me. Thanks, Orfley. Here goes. Public transport. How often do you travel into the city? Very often, orphan, neither orphan nor unorphan, unorphan or very unorphan. I was there last week, but how could you know? I spent the day with a mysterious stranger. I'd been in the city to research local pastries, but as I eyed up a plum tart, a strange-looking man approached me and told me he had a message for me. I asked him his name, but before he would say, he asked me to buy him a pint of gin, which I did. And his name was... Beelzebub. Beelzebub? Welsh chap, was he? After another pint of gin, he told me things that no man could ever know. He knows everything about how Jeffrey spanned me, how his wife swindled my mother out of her pancakes, how for years she stole my socks and used them as baits to catch bears and swans for a hideous travelling circus. You've lost me there, Stanley. But I'll have the last laugh. As my mind shattered over our twelfth pint of gin, he told me how to get revenge. I've killed Jeffrey's wife and I've cooked her in that hot pot. Does that answer your question? <laughs> Actually, you're supposed to use one of the answers on the card. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm orphan. Gosh, Stanley, sounds like a corking day out. Who's for more eggnog? I'd like something a little stronger. Do you have... A pint of gin? Oops, I'll turn that off. It's... it's you. Yes, and I've come to collect your soul. But I am innocent, innocent, if, if you disregard the fact that I've needlessly put my friend's wife into a big hot pot. But, but you made me, you got me drunk and you told me fibs. Oh, what have I done? Come, we must leave now. Don't you want your coat, Stanley? It's awfully chilly outside. Where he's going, he won't need a coat. Pooh, what a...
a sulfurous pong. There, this eggnog's gone right through me. I say, Stanley, cloven hoof research chappy, and where did they go? I better have a go on this hot pot. Hmm, it's familiar, if a, if a little cold now. What a cold night. What a strange cold night. Here are my findings so far. Interesting results. You're saying that, in actual fact, owls aren't very wise. No. Over the last four months, I've subjected them to countless tests and none of them come anywhere near to human wisdom levels. What kind of tests? Well, I put half the owls in a box and shouted advice at them. The next week, not one of them could work out that you cannot fly through glass. <laughs> so no threat there, then. And the elephants? Well... You! You, elephant there! What is my name? Oh, come on, come on! I only told you yesterday! <laughs> no, that, that's a fluke. Mine's like sieves, all of them. Well, that's a relief. Any other research? Yeah, take these dogs. <laughs> yes? Well, I've, I've tried everything with them. Going to the pub, trying to borrow a fiver, confiding in them about my relationship problems. They just bark and dribble. Man's best friend, my bum. My best friend is still Ian Wilkes. And the cats? Well, here, puss. Here, puss. <laughs> That's just the one life. Boris, Boris, Boris. You've outdone yourself this year. The white asparagus was spectacular. It, it's my pleasure, Herr Johnson. And how your English has improved since last summer. I think we ought to take a look at the crossword. Oh, I, I should uh, perhaps prepare your hat for our walk. The mountains can wait, Boris. I, I, I have already finished the crossword, Herr Johnson. Really, Boris? But I've had the pen all day. <laughs> ah... Come, you'll never learn if you don't try, my Prussian pal. Throw me a clue. Uh, two down, seven letters. Boring. The second letter is U. Ha! It's simple, Boris. Do you really need my help? Sadly, yes, Herr Johnson. Then I shall do my best for you. Take this fork and place it into that electrical socket. Uh, yes, Herr Johnson. Now, Boris, how do you feel? Oh, the smoke. Ignore the smoke, Boris. How is your arm? I feel no pain. Nothing. Yes, Boris. Yes. Seven letters. Boring. And you feel no pain. Uh, numbing. Yes. 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 <laughs> See? Easy. It gets easier every year, Herr Johnson. <laughs> now pick yourself up and wheel me to the mountains. It smells awful in here. Yes, Herr Johnson. Thank you all for attending. My name is Malcolm Greenslade, senior partner of Pushbaby Damelon Greenslade, Commissioners for Oaths. It is my duty to present to you 
last will and testament of Stephen J. Keyworth, late of Patford Leisure World Theme Park, Patford. In accordance with the wishes of the late Mr. Keyworth, the will is to be read here on the roof of a coaster at the theme park. Uh, um, uh, I, Stephen J. Keyworth, being of sound mind, declare this to be my last will and testament, hereby expressly revoking all wills and codicils previously made by me. Firstly, my woman coin collection, I leave to Wayne, my brother. My dear wife, should she survive me, receives my beloved armchair and nothing more. Furthermore, I leave my ship in a bottle collection to my cousins Huey and Ralph. As, as for the rest and residue of my estate, I leave every penny to my lawyer, Mr. Greenslade. Yay! Sorry. <laughs> right. If any of you wish to view the body, then please make your way to the waltzers. <laughs> Boris. Yes, Herr Johnson? Boris, this asparagus is, is undercooked, underflavoured and dry. If I close my eyes, it's as if I'm eating green asparagus. Green, like some pokey civilian. Well, the crop was a, little, was a little early this year. Two weeks, Boris. Two weeks. That's all I ask from you each year. Maybe I should leave now. Sit down. I'm not finished yet. I found this in the waste bin this morning. Ah, the crossword. Yes, the crossword. And, oh dear, six solutions have not been filled in. Hell, Johnson, please. Throw me a clue, Boris. Uh, Twenty down, orbit. Uh, Ten letters, first letter R. Ah, tricky, tricky. I I cannot do this anymore, Hush, I'm thinking. I have it. Boris, throw yourself from the window. But, but we're on the uppermost floor. Do it, Boris. Climb onto the sill. Ten letters, Boris. Now jump. Nine. nine. Do it. Or have you forgotten that it was your bullet that put me in this chair? It was a war. We were soldiers. Each year I come here and cook the white asparagus. Each year you punish me with these damn crosswords. No more, I say. No more. Jump. Spin as you fall. Twist and twirl to your doom. Orbit. First letter R. No. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I've solved it myself. Revolution. Revolution. Revolution, Boris. Revolution at last. Not so tricky, eh? They say that another war is coming. Yes, I fear it is. What will happen to us, Herr Johnson? We may not be able to see each other for a while. But we'll always have the white asparagus, eh, Boris? Yes, yes, we will. It's two o'clock. Time for your walk. It can wait, Boris. Sit down. Drink some cognac with me. Thank you, Herr Johnson. I would like that. Dead man walking. Please, 
I'm an innocent man. I never killed no one. Oh, don't worry, Mr. Gibson. It'll all be over soon. Now, why don't you grab a seat in old Sparky there while I make a couple of announcements? Ladies and gentlemen, you are here to witness the execution of Jasper Anthony Gibson. May I remind you that smoking is not permitted, with the exception of Mr. Gibson. In the event of a fire, just watch. Well, sir, I guess it's time to pull that lever. After three, one, two... You know, I damn near forgot you have any last words. I'm innocent. <laughs> Tell it to the judge. I did. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> Anywho, let's not keep you waiting no longer. One, two... You know, I was just thinking. Things were pretty different here in the olden days, Mr. Gibson. Back with old Sven. Who? The frying Dutchman. <laughs> He'd do four at a time. Made a mockery of the incentive scheme. Well, now I'd love to stand here join with you, but I've got to get home. I'm having a barbecue tonight, so let's go. One, two, three. Is that it? Am I dead? Uh, not exactly, sir. There seems to be some kind of technical problem. Now, I'm, I'm sure I've done put the plug in the right socket and everything, so uh, could be a connection, maybe. I, I don't really want to go poking in the back there. Between you and me, this thing's a death trap. <laughs> well... I'm afraid it'll have to go on my report. Report? Well, I hate to tell you this, but I'm the mystery prisoner. <laughs> oh, you're kidding me. Oh, no, I drop in on state executions from time to time, make sure everything's as it should be. Now then, presentation, five out of ten. You should try to be more threatening, burlesque even. And, uh, well, was my last supper? There was peanuts. Oh, really? Now, procedure, four out of ten. You clean forgot to strap me in. That's just lazy. A folly equipment is darned inexcusable. One out of ten. One out of ten? I, I just have trouble keeping track of it all, is all. Well, that's why me and the fellas back at head office come up with a little ditty to help you remember everything you should do before you turn that current on. Well, you know, I wondered why you had a guitar. <laughs> Well, now, whoever pulls the lever got a hell of a responsibility. Cause all the gentlemen and ladies want to see that man in Hades, yes siree. Well, do the straps up tight, cause we're frying tonight. You don't want him leaping up when he begins to ignite. Just keep it slick, quick, clean, mean, ready to burn. Now every penal institution that performs an execution Got a simple obligation to fulfill Make sure the sin against his dinner He don't need to be no thinner When we time to the old electric grill With burger and fries Well that'll help him oxidize Let the fellow Corman dies Before he gets cauterized Keeping fed Fred soon be dead ready to burn Now it's a very great concern If there's no ashes in the urn When you return after your working day the electrocution constitution said you gotta make him dead Else you never get your bonus pay Keep your electrodes clean Cause we wanna hear him scream Check the plugs in that machine To turn him into margarine Keep it ACDC easy peasy Ready to burn Well I hope I've been hallucinating How to keep incinerating All the folks you put up on this chair So you can tell it ain't ad hoc When you administer that shock It'll pay you all to be prepared once you get it right, they'll explode without a fight Going off to meet his maker with a smell of streaky bacon Feed him up, tie him down, pull the lever, ready to... Well, I'll be, that works a treat. <laughs> Thank you.
written and performed by the consultants with additional material from James Eldred and the voice of Jeffrey Wheeler. Music and noises were by George Cockrell and Jerry Peel. The consultants are Neil Edmond, Justin Edwards and James Rawlings. The producer was Will Saunders. Will Saunders.